The Whole Ass, a podcast by millennial parents just working through how to give every moment their all. While you listen, nothing is off limits. The Whole Ass, use it or lose it. All right, we're recording. Great. Welcome, everyone. Welcome. To the Whole Ass Podcast. Did your stomach just make a noise? My stomach made a noise, and I hope it picked it up because, you know, that's where we're at. We're back in our closet, recording another episode for everyone. Uh, we had really good feedback from our first one, so we said, let's jump in and do it again. It really motivated us to get going. Really whipped. It was like... Our the, whole ass. Our whole ass. No llamas were harmed during the recording of this podcast. So, just a little housekeeping to get out of the way first. Numero uno. We have a new email address, okay? If you have questions, concerns, things you want us to talk about, you can email them to us at thewholeasspodcast at gmail.com. Thewholeasspodcast at gmail.com. Yes. Please, please, please send us your feedback. Send us things that you like. Send us emails. We love to get emails. Send us your questions, Mm. topics, Mm -hmm. maybe how you're using your whole ass. Ooh, both cheeks. Yeah, inspire us. Yeah, but no pics. Nope. Nope. So again, the whole ass podcast at gmail.com. Last time I'm going to mention that for now, and we're going to dive right in to today's episode. Codenamed the awful waffle. Ling. Ing. In, uh, in, uh, parentheses. Parentheses. And, uh, it's a little bit of paying homage to the awful waffle, which I was thinking about. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that I had a nickname probably until we met. Mm hmm. But if people don't know, it's Waffle House. Ooh, did you even eat at Waffle House before we met? I, no, because I don't think my parents yeah. had eaten at Waffle House until we mm-hmm. met. Yeah, so the awful waffle is a reference to Waffle House. Yeah. Okay, and today we're talking about waffling in life. You care to explain to us what that kind of means, Ava? Yeah, I think we're going to focus on when you go back and forth on decision making, and I feel like we're coming out of COVID and... I feel like we're trying to get back into our groove of mm-hmm. everything, mm-hmm. Um, but it's like you you think you want to do something, but you're not sure. You're weighing all the pros and cons. Mm-hmm. I think a little bit of the grass is greener. Am I just thinking the grass is greener? And you just waffle, waffle, waffle back and forth until you don't make a decision. Or maybe you do make a decision, but how much time did you waste when you were waffling? Yeah. yeah. So I feel like we're going to discuss when we waffled in life mm-hmm. and... How we, st- I still waffle in life, how we're trying to use our whole ass to now waffle in life. So we kind of wanted to talk about waffling and I think everyone does it. I would imagine everyone does it, but you know, and I think we had a conversation earlier this weekend where we were talking about how maybe it affected like our decision making skills and maybe it held us back from doing something sooner. Yeah, for sure. So. That's what we're going to talk about. Yeah. And I want to just go ahead and talk about what I waffled on, right? When when we look at using our whole ass, there's usually a, a catalyst that made us change to do something better or to use the actual whole ass. So when we're talking about waffling, when did I realize my catalyst that made me stop waffling in life? For me, it happened at a very early age. I was 14 and... My parents were getting a divorce and there was a custody battle 
And if you've ever been a child of divorce or you've been in any of these situations, everything is crazy. Nothing is laid out for you. It's usually you're too young for the decisions that you're being put in front of. And your parents, sometimes they're really good parents who were able to just go through a divorce cleanly. Sometimes parents get caught up in the rapture of breaking up a marriage, what it means for their family, everything like that. And it kind of seems cloudy with their decision making. Mm -hmm. Uh, For me... One of the decisions that had to be made was, where are you going to live? And and by where, I mean with which parent. And that was really tricky. At 14 into the 15-ish range, I had to make that decision. And coupled with that was also making it for my little brother. So Mm -hmm. 14-year-old brain who's rebelling against their parents, being kind of crazy, cussing out loud for the first time, going to football games, trying to talk to people, right? That's, That's your typical pubescent brain. That then has to make a life decision for you and another soul. So it was a really tough time for me because I had to make a real decision. And I remember the waffling specifically because I made a choice. And then the party that I had chosen to associate myself with in that decision did something that wronged me. And I changed my Mm -hmm. actual decision. And even leading up to that, there was a bit of waffling, right? You have to choose between your parents. And as much as your parents may tell you they love you or it's not going to affect them, like, you're about to choose. There's a winner and there's a loser here. And you have to make that decision. So I waffled on that before I made it, which took time until the mediator reached out to me and said, Philip, we have to have a decision. Made my decision and then went back on that decision and changed it. So that's why maybe now you think of that as like the catalyst for waffling. Though, I mean, no one at 14 should be expected not to be waffling over that decision or to be making that decision. But I could see how you would connect that to like the worst time the like waffle, I guess. Yeah, it was awful. So now you think I can't do that because I need to make better, smarter quicker decisions. Yeah. And I think it also plays into every time I have a decision to make, there's a little piece, a little fragment of that experience that goes into the decision. Mm. Whether it's, are you going to Wegmans or Kroger or Publix to shop? Somehow there's a reachback going on in my mind. That's like, you have to make this decision right now. And it has to be right because it affects everything in your life. And while that's an inconsequential decision where you're going to shop, it's easy for it to get into your like psyche and and go through all those things yeah um, and all those pieces also another shout out to going to therapy because this is something that i'm just now realizing (laughs) that i'm gonna need to work on that i didn't wasn't even connecting before this but you know that was a deeper waffle than i thought you were gonna go that was yeah yeah even sitting here i mean it really was but that is that is true that is yeah when i waffled and and it not only hurt me but it hurt my brother it hurt my parents Mm -hmm. right Everybody that I cared about at the time that was close to me living with me, not you, Brian, Jacqueline, blah, blah, blah. You weren't there. Okay. I'm not, I still care about you, but those people, I was directly responsible for their feelings and waffling played into that. Yeah. And I could see how, now that you've said that, which I've never heard you say that it in that way would be annoying when I waffle about stupid shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Like, like you're triggered by. Trigger. My waffling. That's a great thing. Because mm-hmm. you're like, just make a decision, which I felt like I was a better decision maker before I had children. And I think I'm working my way back to that person. But it's like your brain gets blown up after you have kids and you think, 
God, there's so many decisions to be made. So yeah. I'm working on being more decisive. Yeah, and the decision has to be made in real time all the time. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, when I travel for work, I'm gone. You have to make decisions all by yourself. Yeah. Like, you can't even get a hold of me on the phone sometimes, and you have a decision that has to be made, and it's got to just be done. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, so that's probably really tricky, too. Yeah. That's my waffle. That's your waffle. That got deep. That got deep real quick, and I wasn't, um, my waffle seems very pale in comparison. But my waffle was going to be, we moved to Atlanta a year after we started dating. Uh, not even. Yeah. Yeah, like like 10 months. 10 and months. there was a lot wrapped into it. Yeah. I think we needed a little bit of our own time to grow. We needed a little bit of financial freedom, too, uh, to be out of the D.C. area, which was, like, crippling us financially. Yeah. yeah. Which that place whoo! is crazy expensive, and it's gotten crazy more expensive. expensive. Yeah. Uh, if you live in the D.C. area, why? <laughs> we have questions. Yeah. Email yeah. us. <laughs> Please. Uh, um, so, we moved to Atlanta, and it was great. I thought it was a great move. And I got there, and I think I also had a remote job, so I felt a little bit disconnected. I was traveling, all this stuff. And we lived there for seven years, ultimately, but towards maybe the last, I'm going to say three, and Phil's going to say like five, but I'm going to say the last three <laughs> years, I was really waffling about moving back home, or at least to back to Virginia. And I would just waffle because there were so many reasons why I liked Atlanta. We did have great support system and great friends in Atlanta, but, you know, I was missing out at things here and blah, blah, blah. And it was like, do we buy a house there? And then we ended up buying a house and then... We had a kid and you start going down the road and you're like, when does this stop? Like, I have to make it stop. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so there was so much waffling for probably years. And I mean, I had legitimate reasons. You always have legitimate reasons to waffle. You have legitimate, like, cause for concern or, or why you think you might not like it or why the grass is greener. And I don't know. I just waffled far too long. So that's, that's my big life waffle just because... It was a long time. Yeah. And there was a lot involved in it, but it also probably didn't have to be. And I think if you unpack that more, which we could, is, you know, would it would have been different if we were here earlier? What would our life looked like? Yeah. And and I do really live my life with no regrets. I do try to say that. Not gets, even a single letter. Not a single letter. It gets harder as you get older, but... I don't regret my decisions. I just think, and I, I can t- say a lot of positive things that happened, obviously, from living there as long as we did. But I just, yeah, I just, I think it, it could have been different. But I think it might have been better that we stayed longer. Like, I do ultimately think that, but I just don't know. It's like I lived in the waffling state when I could have been enjoying it more. And yeah. I think about that because... We decided we were moving a year before we moved and we told people and I felt this like sense of, oh my God, I got to enjoy the last part of Atlanta. I want to hang out with friends more. I want to see Atlanta more. And it's like, why the time that I decided to leave were then my like eyes open to what I was leaving? Yeah. Which is so interesting. The indecision, the waffling, it takes so much energy. It like clouds you. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. if you pull the ripcord, then all of your energy is going to that thing because mm-hmm. now you've chosen it. Yeah. If you're thinking about it constantly, your energy, that same energy that would be going to achieving that goal is now going to thinking about whether you're going to do that goal. I also feel like I was thinking about a lot of negative 
things while I was waffling. And then when I decided like, we're going to move and it's going to be like a year from now, there was like no more negativity. Oh my God. It's so true. Decision making is freeing in a certain light. Like people don't talk about It's like one way or the other. Yeah. Just decide and you are, you're like, you are free. You can like get behind it now. Yeah. And you can put all of your ass in that one direction. Hello. And you can just go there. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's one of the reasons I Indecision, like to yeah. pull the trigger on stuff yeah. is because I'm like, I don't have time to think about it over and over and over yeah. again, right? I want to know and I want to go. Yeah. I just want to commit and then go for it. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. I'll give you an example. Today, when we got back from the lake, which, shout out to Steve and Dottie again. Uh, <laughs> I, told, I told this to, to Dottie, Ava's mom, that... Whenever we go to or from the lake, we have these super deep, deep conversations. Like, this is where the podcast started. Yeah. This is where half of my food journey started. This is where, like, I decided to take jobs or whatever, yeah. right? When I got that job at Scholar Academies, we were at the lake, Yeah. right? When we decided to start this, we were on our way back from the lake. Well, it's just an hour. You really don't got great service. Yeah. And, yeah, you're just talking. You have to talk to that spouse that's and, sitting next and to you. And today we didn't even turn on the... Turn on music. We didn't turn on the radio. One of the real good things about it is our kids are asleep or they're in the back calm so we can focus on each other. We don't have to. There's nowhere for them to go. You can't chase them around. Whatever. So shout out to them for allowing us to have these uh, watershed moments. But um, one of the things that I was just thinking about, I've now forgotten. You said when we got home from the lake. Yeah. When we got home from the lake, uh, came in the door. And what was I waffling about? Literally, I was waffling about something when we oh. came in the house. Dinner? I don't know. No. No. I've forgotten. Oh. You'll have to continue talking. We'll come back to it. Well, I was going to say, what do you think your waffling stems from? Or waffling in general? My, What's your theory on why people waffle? Oh. Because it's easier to waffle and make an excuse. You know, I you'll he- Ava's definitely tired of hearing me say this. Like, I don't want an excuse... I just want yeah. it to happen or not happen. We can apologize and move on. Excuses bother me. And I get that from my parents. It's one of those things that's instilled in you. But it's easier to make an excuse than it is to be wrong about doing something. So if I make the decision and it's wrong, that fear mm-hmm. comes to mind. And this all happens before you even go in the direction. Yeah. So you're sitting there and you're thinking about, do I do X or Y? If I do X, all these things happen. If I do Y, all these things could happen. But some of these unknowns could happen, and I don't know, and I don't want them to happen. So let me really dive in and deep dive into which one I want to do. But the truth is, you're afraid of making the wrong decision. You're afraid that if you pull the ripcord and something bad happens, you're going to feel bad about it down the road. I think one of the, the times as a male, as a straight male growing up who wanted to talk to women, waffling was a big thing. When you thought about going and talking to a girl, mm-hmm. you know, you're like, oh my God, I don't know. Should I? And you have this rush leading up to it of while you're in the, while you're in yeah. the, she hasn't rejected me or accepted me. There's all the hope that she yeah. could. It's all the, yes, this could go great. This could go really well. As it gets close, you're like, oh, but it could still go really well right now. If I make the decision, it might not go well. And you mm-hmm. don't want that. You don't want that yeah. rejection. Rejection. You fear that. Rejection. Right? So when you think about it like that and yeah. just talking to somebody who you are interested in, that fear is there. And it's yeah. not until you say, I am okay with failing at this. I am okay with this person rejecting me. Yeah. That you can then make that decision. Yeah. You know? So 
it comes up that way for me. It's very fear-based. It's very us living in, I'm afraid to be wrong. I'm afraid of what the consequences well, afraid are. What the, and also, like, afraid you made the wrong decision. Yeah. Like, what would have looked like if I made this other decision? Mm-hmm. And I think about that a lot. And I think, like, ultimately, I think what you said a couple of minutes ago, which is, like, you made the decision and then you put your whole ass behind it. And you're kind of like... Like, we're here now, and I think you get excited about your decision. You get committed to your decision, and you go. And I also think, like, I think a lot of people do this with moving. And, I mean, obviously, that was my waffle, so I think I did it with moving. Is like, it's not forever. No. Like, and it's like, it seems, it feels so concrete. It feels like you buy a house, you decide you're going somewhere. It feels like that could be it. It's like, one, why does it have to be? And two, it's like, we moved here and we've already been in this house for like two and a half years. And it's like, okay, if we wanted to pick up and move, like who's to say we can't. And I just think you get, you get like caught up in, is this the right thing? And it's, is it going to be forever? And it's like, mm-hmm. it's not going to be forever. Yeah. Nothing it doesn't, has, has to it doesn't be. have to be. Forever. Yeah. If you choose and you want that, if you yeah. want to set down roots and do something, yeah. whatever, more power to you, you yeah. can do that for us. I'm not going to say we're nomads, but we are like... <laughs> We've moved a couple times. we moved sure. a couple times, yeah. and it's fine. Every time we move, it's fine. Yeah. We, we find great things to do in the place. We enjoy it, you know, yeah. and we continue to go. We actually have a couple of friends who are more nomadic than us mm-hmm. that I find very fascinating to think. Because when they tell me, like, I, yeah, I just want to be here for five years and then I'm ready to move on, my heart was like, <gasps> oh my goodness, five years? But then I'm like, I've already done that twice. I just didn't believe it in or your didn't and think in your mindset maybe your your ultimate goal is to have these roots because that's how we were both raised in the we were both raised in the suburbs where we stayed in our house we grew up in our same house mm-hmm. so i think that is kind of what you think but it's like is that what we want so i feel like i mean that's probably another topic but i was also thinking about waffling shoot we were talking about it with fear now I forgot what I was Hey, but I, it's okay. While you forget, and we can come back, I remembered what I chose my waffle on. Okay. So when we got home from the lake, oh. we came in and we had some time to kill. Before the 7 o'clock deadline of getting the kids upstairs for bath time, we had to fill some time. So we fed them. Miles was making a whole bunch of noise. Knox was yeah, getting kind of rowdy. He was sitting yeah. in a one-year-old's bouncer. He shouldn't have been. He was stuck in it. And I thought to myself, I need to do something to keep the kids entertained and kind of keep them oh. focused. But, and so, <laughs> there's a whole backstory to this, but I have a saxophone that's not mine, that I have not purchased, that somebody's letting me borrow. And I was like, they both love music. They love the noise. I haven't played the saxophone in years, but I'm going to pull out the saxophone and start playing. And I did, and I started to play different tunes. And, I mean, my son looks up at me, and he starts smiling, yeah. Miles. Knox is, like, looking, and he's like, I like that. And he's, you know, it's kind of calming. It's like a yeah. easy effect. But I could have let, I had fear, right? I'm going to pull out the saxophone I haven't played in years. It could honk. It could squeak. I could not know what I'm doing. Yeah. I don't know how to read music anymore. All those things. But nobody cared. No one cares. Right? And I'm like, what if Ava tells me it to filled, shut up because it's so it annoying? It filled like 20 minutes. 20 minutes of me just dead. honking around on yeah. this saxophone. Yeah, that's that was in, That was just a decision that I was waffling about or vacillating yeah. about before. So it's like, pull the trigger. Just do it. Yeah. The worst thing that can happen is your wife tells you to shut that shit down. <laughs> Okay. Why'd you pull out that saxophone? Uh, or even worse, your son judges you and is like, you're bad at that. <laughs> uh, but neither of those things happened. It was yeah. a good decision and it made it easier for us to get through the time. I remember what I was in this Look time. at this. We're just helping each other out. <laughs> people helping people. It's powerful stuff. I remember. I think people are worried about 
the failure the failure fail your that's you <laughs> failing I made a you are a fail your okay <laughs> i like that about failing and i think that there's uh beauty in failing in things which i feel like could be mm-hmm. also another topic about getting through it, failure and it's like now i'm worried about saying failure wrong it's so okay. just... <laughs> it's already happened people already know people already know <laughs> so i'm like i do think you could make a decision. You could fail. Uh-huh. But I, so I don't want to like, I don't want to like sugarcoat it and be like, just do it because everything will be great. Cause no, you could fail. You could like make a decision to do a business and it could fail. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, I guess I kind of sometimes try to remind myself, like if you're not dead, then it's, then it's okay. This is, this is something I think <laughs> about all the kind time. Of crazy. But, but did you die though? <laughs> right. And it's like, it sounds silly. No, I know. But it's true. Sometimes I get so worked up in work stuff. And I'm like, okay, but is it going to kill you? No. Like, why are you so worked up? Like, you're like things are going to happen. You, like, it's you're going to get through it. Yeah. It's literally not going to kill you. Yeah. But it's like, I get so worked up like it's going to. She works up right now. I know, I am. I'm you like yelling see. at the She's microphone. Like, she is in it. I need to bring it down <laughs> bring a few. It down. <laughs> Anyways, I was just thinking about the fear of it. Is the mm-hmm. failure piece. Mm-hmm. And is failure that horrible if you can't pick yourself up again? Look, I got to be honest with you. I failed a lot in life. And some of my best stories are about <laughs> failing. Right? I always yeah. tell a story about my really bad comedy bit at Rira Irish Pub. Complete failure. Utter fucking failure. I wonder failure. if that pub's around anymore. I wonder if we anybody remembers see. me and what I said on that stage. And if you want to know, sorry, you can't. But that was a failure moment. Mm-hmm. But it's a great story now. I would also like now. to point out that I... I gave you some feedback before that stand-up. I don't know if it was that one or the other one. It might have been. It could have. You definitely should have about this one. You probably did. I I did. I remember. But Ava, I tell that story every week. Bomb. And it kills at every dealership I'm in. Oh, so so your failure is funny to other people. Oh, it's hilarious. So everyone's failure is funny to other people. Yeah, That's a whole other thing we just (laughs) We like to laugh at pain. Yeah, apparently. That's that's the human way. But I mean, this in that failure, it never... You're right. It doesn't kill you. We're both here. We failed a bunch of times. Yeah. I heard somebody say fail forwards, right? Mm. Which I mean, which I, whenever I think of that, I'm like going to make a layup. Oh, no. Oh, oh and it's spam. Someone didn't turn their phone on. Do not disturb. Who's calling at 912? Shout out to Navient. Maybe maybe forgive some more of those loans right now. I don't know who that is. Anyway. Um... But yeah, fail forwards, which to me always feels like I'm running down a basketball court with a basketball. I'm <laughs> free. I'm going to take it, and I trip over a rock, and I fall on my face. And like that's me failing forwards. Yeah. I don't know if that's yeah. what they mean, but I think failing forward means you fail, you take it, and you continue that momentum. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's a very important lesson, you know? Yeah. Take that fear and live with it and use it and move forward from it. Yeah. Yeah. So what I think waffling... Ooh! What... What I think waffling, not stems from by any means, but mm-hmm. what I have started to remind myself the last couple of years is by you not making a decision, you're making a decision mm-hmm. to continue to live in the state that you're in. Yeah. So like, for instance, this podcast, we talked about it. We've always joked about doing things, something together. I don't know why podcasts really just like never clicked. <laughs> Maybe it showed up sooner. Yeah. Uh, but... We could have went back and forth. And the good thing I will say about being married to Philip is you were like, we're going to do it. And he got this table <laughs> on Facebook Marketplace. And I was like, okay. And he's like clearing out the closet. I'm over here like, did we really want to do the podcast? And like, you know, and it, it, 
but it was, I, we would just live in the, we could do a podcast, you know, like live yeah. in that. And it's like, now we are, and maybe there's 150 people listening. Maybe. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully they listen to two. Um, but like, here we are and we're having fun. And that's what I think is, yeah. is kind of the, the point of it. And it's like, even if it doesn't turn into this huge thing, we're having fun with yeah. it. And it's kind of now really a hobby, which is funny because Hey, when they ask you what your hobby is, I do not have good hobbies. But now you're a podcast. Now I'm a podcaster. Oh I can put God. that on. I'm going to put it down. So I don't know. I think that that's like a big thing for me. And I try to remind myself when it is like a life decision, you can't do it as much when you're making quick decisions for children yeah. or like just have to make quicker decisions. Not like which grocery store I'm going to, but I just try to remind myself, do you want to stay in this state that you're in? Yeah. Like, because you are, by not choosing. And the greatest thing, the greatest way that I can, like, metaphoricize, I definitely made that up. No, that, oh, that feels so strong. Metaphoricize this Me- is. Metaphorically. No, it's, it's, I'm making it up. Just oh, okay, it you're going I'm doing to... it on purpose. Okay, I got it, I got it. I, got I it, got went it. through fourth grade. Anyway, the greatest metaphor that I can use to describe this is, you went to the club, you saw the girl... <laughs> You thought about talking to her. You got those endorphins up. You didn't talk to her, so you didn't end up failing, right? You saw that option, but you went home single, mm-hmm. right? You went home by your damn self. Yeah. You were in your boy's car on the way back talking about how cool it was and how you almost talked to that girl and how you're glad that you can go get another beer and you end up at Waffle House talking about the girl that you did not talk to. podcast. Right? Like, reach back. I also would like to say... That I think I've learned about you in this podcast. You do make quick decisions, but maybe you have a little PTSD from dating. I have a lot of PTSD from, from like dating. the waffling. Because oh. there's a lot of references. Let's, just, so do, just, let's like... just do a little speed round before the whole episode, okay? <laughs> Philip Greer had the worst haircut that you could possibly have. I called it the half row. My dad wouldn't let me go and get a real haircut from a real barber. One time he put a notch in my head. Anyway, girls were not super into me. And the type of woman that I was into in the area I lived in, they also were not into that. Okay? Made it very tricky. I went through my whole dating life with a lot of failure. Yeah. All right. And and it's it made me who I am. It it hardened me against the world because you're just prepared for it. But yes, it comes out a lot. I was just thinking it was funny because you are good at making those split decisions. I feel like dating might be haunting. Well, that's when I started making the decisions, and that's when I really got over the fear. And the great irony is the woman that I chose to marry, I didn't have to make a split decision, she came up to me. I don't have to I didn't even see you. I yeah. Which is great. For those of you who don't know, Philip and I met dancing in a bar that turned into a club because a lot of those do in DC. DC. They, can, they have I to be know. able to stay open 24 yeah, hours to make money because it's yeah. too expensive. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And the wobble was on and I was like a little bit drunk and I was like, they look like they're having fun. And so I went over and danced. Yeah, 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 yeah. We were drunk. We don't know. We don't know exactly a how little blurry. everything happened. A little blurry. But then I was surprised when you asked for my number because it's just funny also how life works because... I was literally just going there to have fun. I was a third wheel. Shout out Lydia and Sean. Yeah. And I was literally just like, they're having fun. I don't want to be in this like third wheel rut mindset. And I just want to have fun. And then you asked for my number and I was a little bit like, I didn't see that coming. Oh my goodness. And I just feel like, yeah. So you went for it clearly. I did. You did not waffle. I did not waffle. (laughs) And fun fact, I only had $12 and six cents in my pocket at the time. Well, actually, it's not true. I had a $20 bill in my pocket, but I think it belonged to my brother. I think I was holding it. <laughs> and I asked Ava what she wanted to drink, and she said nothing. And I was like, sweet, I can afford that all day. Water in a rocks glass. 
got the number, got the lady, we're married. Boom. Here we are. Don't waffle. I was going in no matter what. I was going to find a way to get her a drink yeah. if I had to go steal it myself, <laughs> right? But yeah, I think that I think it all comes down to that. You didn't waffle when you thought about coming up and talking to me. Yeah. I didn't waffle when I asked for your number. It was like, these are moments that prove that if you make a decision, you could I know, have a good outcome. I know, it is outcome. true. Yeah. It is true. We did not, I didn't think we were going to talk about how we met hey. in the waffling episode. How do you think, or um, what do you think people do regularly that makes them waffle? Why, why would somebody just be walking around right now, right? What can we tell them to get them out of that waffling rut? What should they be thinking about? I mean, I think you just go for it. Go for it. I think I think the fear of failure you have to probably work through. Again, yeah, yeah. therapy maybe. If you have a big I've never really had a huge fear of failure for life decisions. I think every day kind of things I I've I have a little bit that holds me back, like maybe work related, but no like life decisions. Um but to me it's just the are you happy where you are? Yeah. Because because if you're contemplating something, it means I don't know, this might be a good a little hokey, but I feel like it means the universe wants you to go in a certain direction and you're you're wavering on it. And I do feel like if you take a solid moment alone, you know what the right decision is. You're just not doing it. Yeah. Scary. I mean, that's scary though. Yeah. But I just think I think it could move you to the next to the next thing. Can I tell you something that I think is causing more waffling in our society? Yes. I think I that think it's the no, I'm just kidding, it's not political. I oh. think it's social media. <laughs> yes. Right? I think that, I think for oh. me, I don't like to get on social media, like Instagram, as much to look at things that would impact my life. Like, I'll look at dumb things, like dad like jokes. memes. Memes. Lots hall of memes. Haul over inlet boating stuff, right? Yes. But I don't want to look at stuff about people living a great life and doing all these things that I hope that I could do, because I know it'll influence me in a certain way, and I'll start... To question if I'm doing enough, to yeah. question if I'm doing it right, and then say, "Well, if this person's doing it perfectly, then I'm not." Yeah, you know. But but the thing is, they aren't on social media. They are just the highlights of your life. Also, those people failed at some shit. Yeah, right. I I totally binging with Babish, obsessed with this guy who you don't even see his face for most of the time. Cooking videos. Yeah. I love cooking. If you haven't been able to tell. Watched this show all the time. Thought it was perfect. Wanted to do a cooking show similar, etc., etc. I watched this one episode last week where it's like behind the scenes. And you get to see like what his real kitchen looks like. And you're like, it doesn't take away from how good the show is. But it's a grind, hustle, work yeah. thing. It's not a perfect he shows up and films a show. Yeah. But that's what it looks like to us. So then you're like, this is yeah. what mine should look like. And you're like, oh, I got here and it doesn't look that way. So yeah. I should stop because I'm not doing it right. That's not real life. When you're sitting in your closet, surrounded full of <laughs> I mean, you look around our closet. You're no, no, out. Guys, we're filming a podcast in a closet. We're not of... even filming. We keep calling it filming, but we're recording. <laughs> we're but we recording. do have a camera, so technically... We did. We're on video for something. Who knows? Something. What we don't even know what we're doing. I'm just doing. saying, you're, we're in a room. We got a microphone. Yep. We have a desk that Phil found on Facebook. $20. And Phil's in a camping chair, and I'm in our dining room chair, and there's just we're just surrounded by shit. And it's just <laughs> our shit we've collected along but the way. But it's good sound deadening. I'm just saying, we just do, we're just doing it. Yeah. The like, and I think Binging with Babbage, I think he like loved it. And it's like, it probably wasn't great in the beginning. Yeah. I mean, even like his earlier videos are a little bit more campy, you know, but they're mm -hmm. still, they're still like good quality. But you see where he's at now. And then you see the behind the scenes of yeah. what the actual kitchen looks like. And you're like, oh, 
this is kind of what my kitchen is like. This is what it's like when I cook a meal. Yeah. You know, I got my recipe pulled up. I've got Yeah, he's not doing it. I do feel like that's true. Let's let also talk about this about cooking videos. Like they use recipes. Yeah. It's not like they have all of these things memorized. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Maybe we, Gordon Ramsay. Maybe. Yeah, probably. You know, he's an overachiever. We digress. We digress. Okay. Sorry, you had something else to say. No, I was going to push us because we're oh, yeah. looking at time and yeah. we want to make sure that we respect your time, you listeners out there who are commuting to work or going to school or doing whatever it is you're doing, just laughing at a couple of friends you know. We appreciate you. So we'll try and wrap it up for you. I was thinking our last point to talk about was how you apply your whole ass to decision making. Oh my god. First my first thing that I recommend, and I'm gonna stay on this, I'm gonna stay behind it. Get rid of words that are waffle words. Ooh. ooh Don't get rid of waffles because waffles that. are delicious. But get rid of the words. I feel like sometimes in marriage, which is probably also another topic, you don't wanna like hurt the other person's feelings. So you put this kind of word that's like uh they could also give their input. Yeah. Maybe this is a me thing. Maybe this For is sure. a me and thing. And you still somehow hurt my feelings. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely the sensitive one in this relationship. <laughs> I, just, I, I try to leave a room for, for you to say, oh, you know, oh, I want to yeah. do something yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. if I am definitive, then it's like you 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 don't feel like you get a say. Yeah. Clearly yeah. need to talk back some things. But no, I think, I'm that's, I think that's 100%. I yeah. think the good thing about us is if we felt like we didn't get a say, we would then get our say. Yeah. and yeah. But I, yeah, I think that it's what I'm working on is being more definitive because it does frustrate you. So if you're running into this in your relationship or whatever, like we are, one thing that would help me, Ava, as you talk to me about this, if you made your decision, if you were like, no, because of these things, you know, a quick end of this is why yeah. I did this could be helpful. Also, I love explaining. I'm happy to do that. Also, I would challenge people this week to notice if you do it, because unless you pointed it out to me, mm-hmm. I kind of didn't realize, kind of. Oh, kind of. Hit it. <laughs> not I didn't realize I was doing it as much as I am. And then, like, whatever happened when I, we, I had to go to the hospital for something, later conversation, and I just, like, couldn't decide to bring my sweater inside. And then I ended up saying I was cold. Yeah. And I'm like, I text Phil, and I'm like, why did I bring my sweater? Like, that I, was dumb. I have no idea it was there. Why <laughs> do I, why was I waffling Why are you waffling about your sweater? I couldn't, I couldn't And I don't it. think I realized it. I, it was like a, whoa, like a light bulb moment where I was like, oh my God, you're really just, like, not making decisions about your sweater. Oh, and you know what the biggest <laughs> waffle word is? This is a past tense one. Should have. Should have. Because now, Ooh, or just should, yeah. You you thought about it. You didn't yeah. do it. You got there. You realized that even though you made a bad, you yeah. made an indecision. You made your decision That's what and I'm you failed. Is you make a decision without making a decision? I kind of just like now you're walked saying, away from the car and I was like, I probably need my sweater. And then I just kept walking. I should have. I should have done. I know it. that's so minuscule, but just notice if you're doing it because I feel like it's giving me a new sense of purpose, drive. Just yeah, just awareness. Awareness. Honestly. Nice. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I will say, this may feel like, oh, shit, I got to use my whole ass with every decision I make all the time no. immediately. Guys, this is a building process. I I'm do telling it, you no, because I don't. I, I'm waffling. I'm trying to get better at it. Yeah. I yeah. That decision that was my waffle start at 14, I still waffle less than I did. But, mm-hmm. you know, this is, a, this is a part of it because you always want to take the... You always want to go with a place that doesn't feel like failure. You mm-hmm. always are going to have that fear. It's about you pushing over that fear yeah. and realizing what the consequence mm-hmm. is. 
all of those things. Take them as signs. Make your decisions. Do the things that you're, you've been thinking about. You've been questioning. Because as we're finding out, even though we're not rich and famous yet, shout out Oprah, um, we are enjoying this podcast. Yeah. We are having fun talking to each other. Really, it's the only time that we do have a conversation with one another in our lives. So once a week, <laughs> we get to talk like... to your spouse. It's nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I was going to say, we're going to do this thing at the end of the podcast where we talk about what we're going to do this week to use our whole ass. Yes. And yes. then we're going to check back in on it next Yes. Week. Yes. So mine is, I'm going to work on my definitive words because I had been and then I kind of stopped and then now I'm going to again. So it's going to be mine. Good. Work Using on more definitive words. Which is good, because then you can remind me that that was my thing. Yeah, some people might not know how to measure that, but I guarantee you I will measure it this week. Uh, And then I am going to shiplap the bar in our kitchen. Yeah, the kitchen kitchen took a hard stall. Yeah, we did the tile, tile. and I just took, I was just like, cool, I'm out. We were like, peace. And the kitchen looks great. It does, but it's just But we need to finish it. We need to finish it. We need to finish it, and stop making excuses, right? Because I have the excuse, well, what if the countertop's not done, and blah, 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 and I gotta paint the ceiling, and it's like, no, you need to ship lap, because you got a garage full of lapping ships, okay? We do. Joanna and Chip Gaines, we're over here just leaving the ship lap outside. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. We bought ship lap three months ago, and it's still in our garage. I'm gonna ship lap that. So that's my whole ass moment. We also have to tell the people what they should do to help them get out of maybe their indecision if they're suffering with it. Remember? No. Okay. So for me, Sorry. what I'm going to say is, what, like, what's the conclusion here? What do you do next? How do you figure out if you're waffling? What can you do to improve your life? Me, Philip Greer, want you to make two snap decisions. I want one to be small and one to be large. Oh. Okay. Whether that's, yeah. I'm going to pull out my saxophone and play, or I'm going to choose the grocery store right now. I'm going to pick what's for dinner. Husbands, pick what's for dinner. I cannot say that to Philip, but but I think most husbands. Okay. I, I think that. Okay. Think. Sure. Sure. She can't say that to me because I ask the question, yes. and then yeah. I go and make the dinner. Yes, it's true. So, it's but true. yeah. Yeah. Pick what's for dinner. That's the big one, right? Pick two things. One small, one large. Don't yeah. waffle. Pull the trigger. And see what happens. Share it with us yeah. if you want. The whole last podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Mine is definitive words. Just notice if you're doing them. So my things every week are going to be probably more feelings things. Mm-hmm. I think notice if you're doing it, not using definitive words or or making like small, like waffling like decisions where you could have just like made the decision. And then my, my second one was living in like living in the waffle, I guess. Does that make sense? Like, like because you have a big decision up front of you, are you just not making a decision and you're living in this unknown, like not happy place? Like, are you just living this life? Like by not making a decision, you're making a decision, but you want them to analyze whether or not they're stuck in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's a good one. Not necessarily to do anything, but to say, Hey, if I'm being honest with my feelings, yeah. am I in a waffle zone right now? <laughs> in the waffle right? zone. Am I in the house of waffling <laughs> right now? And if so, go to the waffle house. <laughs> go to the waffle house, get yourself a waffle, maybe some hash browns, and list out what you're yeah. waffling about. You yeah. know, think about the decision because that'll help you make decisions. So you guys have your assignment. <laughs> assignment. Right. And we sincerely appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. We hope you made it to the end. And we would love to see your feedback and submissions about what we should talk about next, and then what you made decisions about moving forward.
right? So, again, thank you, thank you. We appreciate you all listening. We'll continue to come out with new content. We have a whole list of stuff that we want to talk about. If you ever get tired of our voices, just make sure before you got tired, you gave us five stars, you liked, and you subscribed, okay? Because that's how we'll be able to get this to more people, help more parents, and help more people. I already said people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she said people that time. So All right, we're getting tired. We should go. It's tired. It's time to go to bed. Thank you guys so much. Any last words from you, Ava? No, that's it. Awful right. waffling. Yeah. Awful waffling. Later. That's it. Thanks for listening to the whole ass podcast. We love that you are part of the whole A family. If you are enjoying the podcast, please like, subscribe, give us a five star rating, and share with your friends. You can follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to us right now. If you have topic suggestions or want to let us know how you are using your whole ass, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at thewholeasspodcast at gmail.com. Until next time.